Then a great multitude followed him, because they saw his signs, which he performed on those who were diseased. Thank you for joining us on another episode of It Was Found in My Heart with Gary and Veronica. Prayer that as we share what was found in our hearts, that you would allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what's in your heart and that you would know that you are known, you are loved, and you are valued. Amen. Uh, so welcome. Welcome to It Was Found in My Heart. And we are doing John 6, Line Upon Line series. My beloved will read the verses all the way to 14, and then we will go over those and see what was found in our hearts. Hey, John chapter six, starting at verse one. After these things, Jesus went over the sea of Galilee, which is the sea of Tiberias. Then a great multitude followed him because they saw his signs, which he performed on those who were diseased. And Jesus went up on the mountain and there he sat with his disciples. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes, and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? Then Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down in number, about five thousand. And Jesus took the loaves And when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples and the disciples to those sitting down and likewise of the fish as much as they wanted. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. Therefore, they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, said this is truly the prophet who has come into the world. Therefore, when Jesus perceived that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he departed again to the mountain by himself alone. These are pretty good verses about the loaves and fishes. This is so rich. And as we were reading these things, these things were found in our heart that we're about to talk about. But I know that you have some some really interesting viewpoints that you found in your heart about this. Can you share? Yes. In um, verse five, starting in verse five, Jesus, therefore, lifting up his eyes and seeing the great multitude was coming to him, said to Philip, where are we to buy bread that these may eat? And this he was saying to test him, for he himself knew 
what he was intending to do. And what I get from that, it's it's like when you ask your your children when they're young, you you ask them something knowing you know the answer, but you're wanting you're wanting them to think. You're wanting to see what it is that they're going to say. And when I read this, it's kind of like that with, with Philip. Jesus already knew. He knew what he would do, but he wanted to know, okay, Philip, you've been kind of been with me for a little bit. Let me see where your thinking is. What it, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think we should do? Yeah, like almost like have your thinking match my power, you know? Mm-hmm. Have your thinking evolve to the point of knowing exactly who I am and what I can do. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that the response would have been different, but this is really good, is that we go through things in our lives. God knows how it's going to pan out. We don't. We can lean on our own understanding, but God knows, you know. And sometimes when we're in situations where we have to make decisions and choices, God is wondering how we're we going to handle those things. Are we going to do it from a old man perspective or are we going to do it from a, a new creation perspective. It makes me laugh because I remember talking to a cousin of mine's and he he said, uh, how can God be all knowing when he asking he didn't even know where Adam was. He asked Adam, where are you, Adam? I'm like <laughs> said, no man, that's not what that's go- what's going on right. there. You know, he knows. He just wants to know how you're going to respond. Exactly. Are you going to um confess to about why why are you hiding? Mm-hmm. You know, that was the issue. Why are you hiding? And he wanted, and he knew that too, but he wants us to own up to our things. I think that even in salvation, he, 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 he desires for us to repent. Even though he took care of our sins, there's that element of us acknowledging the sin in our lives that that was necessary for Jesus to die for us. So therefore I repent of those things, yeah. which I've done. Amen. And so Philip and this is how, uh, you know, how Philip responded. He told him, he told him um, what they had. He said, you know, we've, this is what we have, but, you know, 200 denarii, um, that's not sufficient. We've got 200 denarii. Yeah, I was reading up on that and he said 200 denarii for bread would be like a half a year's wages. Wow. You know, that's a lot of bread. But he said, even in that, that wouldn't have been enough. So we know that there was a lot of people in provisions didn't match the the people that they had there. Right. I, I didn't know that about the denarii, but yeah, that's interesting. What I got from it is that Philip not only stated what they had, but he concluded, he drew the conclusion that it wasn't sufficient. Being with Jesus and seeing what Jesus has done so far he still came to this conclusion that that was not sufficient. And then we have Andrew. He chimes in and he says, there's a boy here. There's a lad here who has five loaves and two fish. And he also concluded that's not enough to feed all of these people. Again, you're walking with Jesus and you've seen some things that he's done, some things that's way out of the ordinary, some things that's kind of out of this world. And and you say, yeah, we've got this, but it's not enough. And what that tells me, what it shows me is it, it made me ask the question, how often do we come to the same conclusion as Philip and, and Andrew when it comes to 
what we have to feed the multitude in our lives, whether it's a physical food, whether it's a a situation or circumstance, we come to the conclusion that we don't have enough. And, and, And that's just not true. When we're walking with the Lord, we should not be saying we don't have enough. Okay, so instead of giving what we have to Jesus and allowing him to make it sufficient, we tell him that it's it's not sufficient. We say it's not enough for everyone to receive even a little, but in the hands of Jesus, our guests, our circumstances, they can have as much as they want because Jesus provides an all-you-can-eat buffet. That's what he did here. He provided an all-you-can-eat buffet. So then Jesus made the people sit down. So he didn't listen to the narrative of uh, Andrew and Philip. He said, just make the people sit down. Okay. We got the provisions, five barley loaves and two small fish. We got it. So now let them sit down because we're about to have a feast. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in the number about 5,000. And once we talked about last episode, that that was probably more because the families were there. Mm-hmm. So what did you have containing going into the other verses on, on uh, verse 11? What did you have for that? Uh, verse 11, and Jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples and the disciples to those sitting down and likewise of the fish as much as they wanted. Um, so again, we see here, they were able to get as much as they wanted from the two fish and the five barley loaves. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Just the, the the statement in itself, as much as they want it. Mm-hmm. Now, can you imagine having a family reunion and, you know, everybody's thinking, wow, everybody, you got your whole family there. And then they come up to the table and everybody's sitting at the table. It's like five or six tables there and everybody really going to go and, yeah. and they put down five piece of loaves of bread and two fish. Mm-hmm. Tell me something. Say, dig in. Yeah, dig in. You can have as much as you want. <laughs> that would be a trip. But yeah, you know, you have the situation going on that Jesus is taking this, this uh, faith to another level for us mm-hmm. to see that we need to honor his word. We need to see things from his perspective and who he is, not from our perspective and who we are. Exactly. Amen. Yeah. And then the other thing in that in that verse was the fact that um, it says he he gave thanks, you know, just like he gave thanks when he was um, doing the Last Supper. He took the bread, he broke and he gave thanks. And we see him doing the same thing here. He gave thanks. So Thanksgiving is an, an important, important aspect of our Christian faith of our lives, because Jesus set the example for us. He always gave thanks. In um, 1 Thessalonians 5.18, that verse that says, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Giving thanks is the will of God. That's important. And, you know, so many, I see so many people children, adults, you do something and they don't say thank you. And that growing up, man, that was like one of the cornerstones growing up in in your household. You say thank you. 
you say thank you. You know, it's not just manners. It's not just good manners. That's the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And we're going we're gonna to stop it there. But there is something I want the listener to get from that, is that as we look at those things, those that was beautifully, beautifully explained of how we can see things from uh, Phillips and Andrew's perspective. But I want to take it to a, this level of how we see ourselves. And I know I have at times where I feel like I don't have anything to offer. I just feel that way sometimes that I'm insufficient, you know, I'm inadequate. And you may feel the same way out there that's listening, that you feel inadequate. You don't feel enough. But God, in God's hands, he has the tendency to take take us in his hands and bless it, give thanks and break it and do some amazing things in our lives if we are willing to put ourselves in his hands. So I just want to leave you with that for this particular episode. And we will continue on um, in John 6, with this thought of the 5,000 people being fed by five loaves, two fish. Father, I just want to praise and exalt you for this moment. I pray, Lord God, that these words spoken will speak to our, our, our mindset of being not enough. God, you know us. You know exactly how you create us. You have spoken into our lives before the foundation of the world. And we're not saying that we're we're all that in a bag of chips. What we're saying, Father, is that in your hands, you can do great and mighty things. So I pray for the listeners out there, Lord. And I pray for myself and my wife that we will always be available, always be willing to place ourselves in your hands to do the work of the kingdom, not our will but let your will be done in and through us for the glory of Christ. Father, we thank you and we praise you and exalt you. We, we thank y'all for listening in to It Was Found in My Heart. And we pray that y'all have the blessed, 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 blessed week in Jesus' name.